Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Main Street Finance Podcast. I am, of course, Alex, your host, and this week I just had to share some news with you. Our boy Jeff is back up to what is quickly becoming his favorite trick. Back on July 20th, I released my Order 66 episode, which was all about his fight with the U.S. military for the Jedi contract. Now, if you haven't heard it, I would recommend listening to that episode before listening to this one. Well, what I didn't know when I was recording that episode was that Jeffrey was in the midst of a second lawsuit against a second government agency where he claimed his company unfairly lost out on a contract. So be sure to stay tuned while I tell you the story of how Elon Musk dunked on Jeff Bezos for approximately $3 billion. You're listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast where we take the Wall Street bull by the horns to help you achieve your financial goals. Whether it's budgeting, investing, or financial independence, we tackle the big questions in the pursuit of financial literacy. And now, your host. All right, so once upon a time in 2020, NASA awarded $967 million in what is known as study contracts to begin a project with the goal of putting astronauts on the moon by 2024. For my non-American listeners, NASA is the acronym which stands for the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. This is basically the American government organization that does our space projects. For those of you that don't know, a study contract gives bidders some money to make a prototype or to potentially just get started on a project so that the government organization, which is going to eventually select a winner, can better choose who gets the final contract. Essentially what went down is that NASA put out a request for proposal and got back four responses. The proposals came from SpaceX, which is Elon Musk's company, Blue Origin, which is Jeff Bezos's company, Dynetics, which is a subsidiary of a defense contractor called Lados, and Boeing. After reviewing the four proposals, Boeing was the only one that did not receive a study contract, and they were removed from consideration. So our three remaining companies received a combined $967 million to begin working on their proposals for the next 10 months. At the end of the 10th month, the plan was for NASA to pick one or more winners to begin building the spacecrafts and landing modules. The 10 months eventually passed, and NASA reviewed the progress on three projects in order to decide who was going to win the contract to put the next group of Americans on the moon. On April 16th of 2021, NASA announced that it was just SpaceX that won the full contract for $2.89 billion. Well, what do you think happened? 10 days later, old boy Jeff filed a complaint with the Government Accountability Office, also known as the GAO. Now, I'm going to be brutally honest with y'all. I have read the Blue Origin arguments and their five reasons why NASA's decision was potentially flawed and unreasonable, but guys, it's, it's just silly. As you can probably guess from the title of this episode, not only did Blue Origin lose out on the contract, but the GAO released a response on July 30th that essentially threw out their complaint entirely and upheld NASA's decision to give the award to SpaceX. Here is what happened. NASA has always stated that the final contract would end up going to one or more companies. In saying that, all of the competitors and the media assumed that two companies would be chosen. Well, when NASA requested $3.4 billion in funding from the federal government for the Lunar Lander project, 
Congress responded by approving $840 million, which is approximately a fourth of what was requested. As such, pricing became a large factor in the evaluation process. The entire evaluation process was split into three categories. You have technical ability, price, and management rating. In technical ability, both SpaceX and Blue Origin received the same score. For management rating, SpaceX was scored as outstanding, while Blue Origin and Dynetics were scored very good, which is one step below. The last criteria was price. Now, going in order, the Dynetics proposal came with a price tag of $8.5 billion. Blue Origin's price was next, which was $5.99 billion. And SpaceX's bid for the contract was for $2.89 billion. While we're talking about price, the NASA Selection Committee noted that there were two instances in Blue Origin's proposal that included NASA paying in advance, which also, in my opinion, likely played a role in the selection. So, of the three criteria that NASA was using to rate the proposals, SpaceX won on both price and management rating, and for the third one, they tied with Blue Origin on the technical ability. But alas, Jeff wasn't happy with losing out on the contract. I mentioned it earlier, but let's go into it. Let's talk about Blue Origin's five objections to the SpaceX victory. Now remember that everything I'm about to say is allegations by Blue Origin against NASA, which has since been thrown out by the GAO. Number one is that NASA did not give SpaceX's competitors a chance to, quote, meaningfully compete after the agency's requirements changed due to its undisclosed, perceived shortfall in funding. First off, I don't get how it was undisclosed. Government appropriations are all public, and unless SpaceX was allowed to lower their bid price and the other two companies could not, I don't understand how Blue Origin and Dynetics did not receive a chance to compete. Both companies received a study grant and had 10 months to build their project, the same as SpaceX. So, whatever, Jeff. Points number two and three are that NASA's acquisition was flawed under NASA's own acquisition rules, and that the evaluation of Blue Origin's bid was, quote, unreasonable. Point number four was that NASA, quote, improperly and disparately, end quote, evaluated SpaceX's proposal. Lastly, we have point number five, which was that NASA's evaluation process was changed in order to increase the weights it gave to certain key criteria, in the end, making price the most important factor due to perceived funding limitations. Okay, let's say that NASA did change the importance that price had on the final decision. Let's also forget that Blue Origin wanted to charge double what SpaceX is going to charge. With price off the table, SpaceX still beat Blue Origin on management rating and tied with them on technical ability. By my count, SpaceX still would have won. Besides Blue Origin's five-point reasoning for why they objected to NASA's choice, there's also all the nonsense that whoever their spokesperson is keeps talking about. Blue Origin has been quoted saying that the decision was flawed, that NASA moved the goalposts at the last minute, and that, quote, their decision eliminates opportunities for competitions, significantly narrows the supply base, and not only delays, but also endangers America's return to the moon, end quote. Talk about a sore loser. Eliminates the competition? The competition was at this stage. The competition was spending the last 10 months using NASA's money to get started, and then using the information you learned to make a bid. 
when your bid loses, you can't turn around and say that, oh, SpaceX didn't have any competition. There was competition. SpaceX won. Better luck next time. How about next time you make an offer that isn't double the cost of your competition and you expect to be paid up front? Then you can better compete on the next contract. Do you all remember at the beginning of the episode when I said that the three companies' study grants added up to over $900 million? Well, of those three contracts, Blue Origin received $579 million, while SpaceX received $135. So, Blue Origin started off by receiving over four times as much funding as SpaceX, and they still lost out because they wanted to charge double what SpaceX was going to charge. Hey, howdy howdy, this is Alex coming at you from after the main recording. So, as I was editing and getting ready to publish this episode, we have had a new development in the story. In an incredibly petty move, even by my standards, and you can ask my fiancé, I can be very petty. Blue Origin has now created an infographic on their website that, if I had to summarize it in a sentence, is Jeff Bezos saying, here's why SpaceX's rocket sucks and mine is better. In the infographic, everything SpaceX is colored with this sort of warning orange color, and SpaceX's description, which is in big, bold letters, says, quote, immensely complex and high risk, end quote. Meanwhile, everything on that infographic that's Blue Origin related is a calming blue with text saying safe, low risk, fast. Blue Origin is continuing their narrative that the decision for SpaceX to win the contract is wrong and that NASA's decision is, quote, wrong for America's leadership in space, end quote, and that the GAO decision basically means nothing because it was above their reach. Sure, whatever. The Government Accountability Office didn't have enough reach to, you know, keep a government agency like NASA, you know, accountable. Who knew? The infographic also calls attention that the SpaceX program will require over 10 launches into space before eventually going to the moon, while Blue Origin will only require three launches before going to the moon. Now, here's my question. If you're Jeff Bezos and you're comparing the number of launches that have to be made between you and your competition, how are you going to say, yeah, my competitor is going to do three times the launches that I'm going to do, but you know what? I'm still going to build the government twice as much as they are. Me being a math nerd would think that the guy doing three times as many launches would need to charge three times the money. But it turns out that the guy who's doing three times the launches is going to charge half the price as the other guy. <laughs> And with that out of the way, let's get y'all back to the conclusion. All right, and with that, we're going to go ahead and bring this thing to a close. Speaking of technology of the future, my next episode is with an expert in uranium mining. Now, that sounds nuts, but I brought him on the show and we spoke a lot about the possibilities of nuclear energy. And guys, the man blew my mind. Now, we've already recorded the interview, but I need to do some editing to make it sound pretty because my voice outside of the processing sounds a little bit rough. But I'm very excited to be sharing this information with you guys as soon as it's ready next week. Going back to our story for this week, I will be posting numerous links in the description below in case you want even more detail on Jeffrey B. and how he'd lost out on the NASA contract. Unlike the Department of Defense, it looks like NASA is standing strong against Jeffrey and will not be bullied into splitting the contract like the DoD did. I wish them the best of luck, because in my opinion, we cannot allow the government bidding process to become susceptible to billionaires trying to score contracts for their private companies. I hope you guys enjoyed some of my episodes having a little bit of billionaire drama. 
But in case I don't see you, I'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast. Have a question on today's topics or have suggestions for future episodes? Send an email to mainstfinance at gmail.com. Sharing is caring, so if you learned something new and useful today, make sure you share with friends and family. Don't forget to like and subscribe to be notified of new episodes. For demonstrations and more examples, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. We'll see you next time.